Hello. Welcome to the girls just want to fly. My little shroomed out right now. This is the Wiz. Welcome to the new guest. Takes to fool this down. I'll do it till the sun goes down and all through the night time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I'll tell you what you want to hear. Keep my sunglasses on while I shed a tear. It's never the right time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody how'd you like that awesome. that was a pretty pretty good intro yeah that's uh my guests or our guests favorite song right now and i think it's pretty empowering so 
All right. Well, Krista, how are you today? I am good. Enjoying this little cool snap. We have one on 70 degrees right now. Oh, nice. Deweese, how about you? What's the weather like? It's very nice. It's in the 70s. Very nice. <laughs> it was 30 today, I think, here. Wow, <laughs> nice. With a snowstorm and rain coming and thunder showers, I think. I think we're supposed to have about 50 degrees down towards Madison. We're going to go down to our instructor's uh, field this weekend and hopefully fly, but I'm not sure we're going to be able to. So, but we got some good news um, we'll talk about later with uh, Tony and Angela on an item that they're going to be getting too. So we'll talk about that later. But anyway, I want to introduce um, our awesome guest. I have met her a couple times on video chat, um, not in person yet, and I can't wait to meet her in person. Um, it is Teresa Mixer, and she is the sister of Michael Mixer, not the wife, sister. So here we go. Let's introduce uh, Teresa. Bring her in. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Been fighting to get in. Put my yeah, on so I can see. <laughs> little technical difficulties on, yeah. on your end there in Illinois. Yeah, as well would say Illinois. <laughs> yep. All right. So glad you you could join us tonight. Um, you guys started training already a little bit, right? Yeah, we do off and on through the winter, but just not a lot because the weather is just all over the board. We fight a lot of winds and, of course, snow. But snow typically don't stop us unless it's too deep and. We can't plow, but the winds. So I was talking to you this past week because we were planning or we were going to try to mm -hmm. come down by you. And you said there's hardly any snow down there. Yep. Actually, right now we have basically nothing. Everybody, everything's pretty much melted off. Uh, we hit, I think, low 70s today and upper 60s yesterday. And then tomorrow it's supposed to bottom out on us again. And so. you're in southwest Illinois, correct? We actually Midwest. Midwest, all oh. halfway down and all the way to the west along the Mississippi. Okay. All right, so right along the Iowa border area. Yeah, Iowa, Missouri. Yep. All right, all right. So, do we, or Krista, do you have any questions right off the bat for Teresa? I know you guys um, didn't get to meet her. Or do we? You did that Friday night, right? Yeah, I got to talk to her a little bit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to know, um, who taught you, I, I, I suppose it was your brother that taught you? How, where did you get your instructor's rating? So I got my instructor rating here um, at Fly PPG um, through my brother. He's an administrator as well. So, and trust but me, who, I had to work for it. <laughs> but who helped? Didn't somebody help? Help train me? Yeah. My oldest son, yes, he's an instructor. Um, and he was one of the instructors here on the field. Yes, he helped train me as well. Oh, so wow. what is, it was an what awesome week. Name? My sister-in-law actually trained with me, and we had two other guys in our class as well. So, oh. What's your son's name? My son is Matt Mayfield. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, how many kids do you have? I gave birth to four and raised a fifth. I got okay. uh, four boys and a girl. Okay. So the picture in the intro also, uh, that's your daughter then, right? Yes. She trained okay. a year ago in November. Mm-hmm. Is she still flying? Yes, off and on. She lives two hours away. So, yeah, off and on when she is back and the weather's decent, we go. We all go fly together. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I jumped out of line. Krista? So do, <laughs> do you all your kids fly? 
Um, I have two so far that fly um, and two more that are wanting to fly. So my youngest is 10 now. He's actually already started doing some kiting. Um, and he's, of course, too young and too small yet. But we start ground working with him with kiting and stuff early. Little bitty 12 meter wings and stuff. So yes so are you, yep are you originally from illinois yep actually i grew up right across the road from where i currently live now so oh. the the airfield is on the original farm oh so my dad I guess... used to fly ultralights i'm sorry so there oh, was a okay. runway and he had a hangar there um, but of course now there's more runway and a different hangar nice so I forgot what I was going to ask Deweese. So, <laughs> um, how, well, you said you train during the winter, but typically, so your your whole training season's all year long. Uh, for the most part, we used to shut down more in the winter, but we have actually the last I don't know three years, um, maybe even four. We've actually had a few people. Their availability with work um, was better through the winter. You know, they were their jobs were slow in the winter. And they wanted to work with the weather. So we'd schedule them in, you know, to come in, you know, two or three days at a time, maybe four if we had good weather. And they just kind of come on back when when the weather was good. Okay. Krista? So you've always had, like, flight in your life because you said your dad was a uh, um, most of it. Yeah. My dad flew ultralights. Um, I want to say it was probably right around 1980 when he got into ultra ultralights. So I've been around aviation a lot of my life anyway. He used to talk about these years ago, but we didn't have any idea what he was talking about. Of course, then. <laughs> so, okay. So my husband's asking, what are your hobbies? Oh, I have a lot. Um, used to do a lot of trail riding on four-wheelers, um, ride horses. I used to show horses. Um, used to do a lot of trail riding on horses, camping, um, pretty much anything, and mostly outdoors. I love being outside. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing now, well, part of the reason. Besides, I love helping people and just being outside. I got one more question. How long ago did your brother's business open the doors and start? He started instructing, I believe this is the 11th year this year, if not 12. Oh, okay. I want to say it's the 11th year this year. Now, he did, was... he get, did he get the flying bug from dad also? Yes. So our dad passed away back in 04. Um, Mike was already really interested in it then, been to a lot of air shows with my dad, been to Oshkosh with him. Um, and then uh, after our dad passed away, Mike bought the ultralight and he went and got lessons and started flying it. Then he started getting bored with it, and he remembered Dad always talking about these, so he started doing some more checking, and he bought a setup and started self-training a little bit, but realized it was a pretty good struggle. So then he went and got training and started flying. And then he wanted to get others to fly with him because he got tired of flying by himself, so he worked through his ratings and got his instructor rating and started doing some instructing on his own. Nice. Mm -hmm. Um, the Toledo Flyboys, um, if someone was looking to train with you, what month is the best time of the year? Less rain days or the best wind, et cetera? Um, well, early early spring, um, late spring, early summer would probably be about the best time or late summer. A lot of people wait and they want to train in July and August. Um, we have a, typically less wind, less wind then, 
we a lot of times we have no wind, but it gets very hot. Um, so, I mean, you kind of weigh out, you know, cooler temps possible, a little windier days here and there, but we still get it done usually always, um, even in the winter. But typically late spring um, through summer and late summer. Christy, you can ask your husband's question. I really don't want to. <laughs> I'm going to apologize, and I deserve a better question, but <laughs> what is your favorite kid? Which one is your favorite kid? Oh, my gosh. Well, one of them always tells the others that, that I'm his, or yeah, that he's my favorite, I should say. And I always tell them I don't have favorites. They're all special in their own way. <laughs> I don't have a favorite. <laughs> That was not a nice question, but he's probably, one of them's probably watching. Actually, they're probably all watching. <laughs> probably. Um, Sean Hartman is asking, uh, who's Teresa's favorite constantly returning student? <laughs> Sean. <laughs> he's, he's probably about an hour or just a little over away. Him and his wife, Jackie, both trained with us which I believe you had Jackie on the show. Yes. Um, but yeah, Sean and Jackie, they come back a lot, especially Sean. Um, and they come and fly with us and come hang out. And yes, I do remember them saying yes. that. And, Great people. And Jackie, if you're listening also, I want to have you back on sometime again. Um, maybe when you start flying again and also a Friday night party night we'll do again. Get you on there. Um. Uh, Bill H wants to know: uh, Does she fly? To, does she get to fly as much as she would like to? Unfortunately, no, um, because most of our good weather, um, we're helping others get up in the air. So I'm grounded a lot. Um, but honestly, it's probably just about as much rewarding for me to help others chase their dreams as it is for me to get up there. We see grown men cry. Um, we share a lot of emotion with them. Lots of hugs and cuss words flying and just complete <laughs> excitement so it's it's very rewarding <laughs> krista uh so madeline mixer would like uh -oh. to know are you going to pursue your tandem rating am i going to pursue my tandem rating yes i am and most likely her and i've already talked about it so madeline's my niece um she's mike's daughter um she started kiting i think when she was around five or six and then she her mom and i trained earlier that year and then she was like huh okay if they can do it which she was already kiting well on her own by then she asked her dad she's like am i am i strong enough now and he's like well if you can pick that adam 80 up and carry it around easily on your back then we'll see about getting you in training so she went through a full class um just like we all did in full training and she's a great pilot but yes, so we have talked about um, working through um, our tandem ratings together. She's actually instructor rated. Um, she worked through her ratings and got her instructor rating with me. And she's on the field with me as well all the time. And she's 16. So Did you warn Madeline that I'm going to be hunting her down? I told her. <laughs> <laughs> I told a few of them. <laughs> the Good. Chickens. Good. All right, our friend Cat Girl, she is asking if you prefer trike or foot launch. And obviously, we talked about the tandem. Yep. So I have not physically done wheels yet. Um, I plan on getting my wheel rating and then I want to work through and get my tandem wheel as well. Um, right now, I've been up wheels um, as a passenger. I like the freedom of foot launch, I think, more than wheels. 
um, just because I feel more one with the wing on a foot launch than I did with wheels. Toledo Flyboys want to know what are you going to be doing for the Fright Fest Halloween party this year? As, as far as my costume goes? or <laughs> Please explain Toledo Flyboys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I guess what were your past costumes? Um, it depends. I've been, it's been all over the board. <laughs> I've been an Amish. I've been a bad cop. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty much just all over the board, but we have, um, on Friday night, um, we do costume. Of course we do flying. Um, and then after it's dark, um, we have dinner um, we have a hay rock ride. Um, we do costumes Saturday night, Saturday, of course, Saturday morning we fly. Saturday midday, um, we got a go-kart track uh, reserved, and most of us all go over and race go-karts, um, come back, do some kiting wars, um, fly, and Saturday night's the costume party. So Yeah, he wants to know costume. Uh, actually, I don't know yet. I've been really thinking hard about it. I'm kind of a procrastinator. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget, we want to come down. Yep. As soon as he opens that up, um, I would get it booked because he only takes so many. Oh, we know from last yep. year. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because we, we're already limited on space, especially for campers, as it is. Um, so he kind of keeps tries to keep the numbers under control. Yeah, I understand that. So uh, who's next? Um, that was Crystal. Oh, it's me. I'm sorry. Crystal. Uh, so Clark Video wants to know how long you've been flying. Um, in May of this year, actually May 11th, um, I'll have been flying four years now. <laughs> Deweese. <laughs> uh, is, Ther is Teresa going to go to any general aviation fly-ins this year? <laughs> yes, I plan on going to quite a few fly-ins. Um, we, we try to schedule, um, time off around a few of the flyings that we can, but we can't, of course, we can't hit very many because we've got to work. Um, and that's our busy season. So yeah, we plan on going to Bad Apples, uh, Moshkosh, um, Dave Purden's Ohio, and Endless Foot Drive for sure. And then of course we have one here at Fright Fest in October. Okay, now do we explain why we're all giggling at you? <laughs> well, because I didn't know what GA was. We called it Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Well, GA is GA. <laughs> All right. So, Fly PPG wants to know if you've been given any nicknames related to PPG. <laughs> yeah, they've given me a few. Um, yeah, typically they call me, uh, um, oh, shoot. I'm trying to think. Um, storyteller is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> that started a few years ago at Oshkosh. People typically come up, you know, they got a lot of questions, curious about the sport, and pretty much anything they ask, I have a story for. So they they tease me and, <laughs> and call me storyteller. <laughs> All right, here we go. The next question, Match.com. <laughs> Match.com. <laughs> Bill H wants to know if you're single. <laughs> From I Travis. Have, I have From a Travis boyfriend. <laughs> and tell us a little bit about him. He is going to be doing what? 
he is actually scheduled in a month, exactly a month from now, um, he's scheduled to be training. So he actually went up for a second tandem last night and Mike took him for a good ride this time. <laughs> Getting nice. a few G's and stuff. And, and of course he loved that as well. So he did, huh? I was waiting to hear him scream like a girl, but he wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you were around. <laughs> All right, Will Fly is asking if you're planning on going to Bad Apples. I am. Woohoo! Yep, <laughs> for sure. We're planning That's on That's awesome. Yep, looking forward to it. It's a pretty good drive for us, but yep, we're planning on being there. Oh, yeah, it was 24 hours for us straight. Oh, wow. I think it took one hour to pull off and sleep for just a few minutes. Okay, it's not that bad for us, but it was like 10 hours. And Yeah, yeah. we're farther north of you, so... Yeah. Middle wow. of Wisconsin. Mm. So, all right, who's next? It's me. Um, Clark video. Just curious what brand of wing and is it A or B rated? And if you fly with a reserve. All righty. So, my current wing, um, I have it's a B rated wing. It was my first purchase. I trained on an Adventure Flex one, which was an A wing. Um, love that wing. Very forgiving. Um, it's a good wing. Um, so, I bought an Adventure Smart, which was a B-Wing. Um, that's the one I still currently fly. When you see the purple and blue wing, that's my current wing. Um, I have flown um, some C and D wings. Um, I'm kind of up in the air. I'm getting ready to make my next purchase on a wing um, and probably going to be a Dudek Nucleon 4. Or, I don't know, Adventure Crossfire, that's a good wing as well. So, And those are competition wings. Okay. I got one question. So do you do, do acro? No, no. Um, I do mild, I mean, just mild wing overs. Um, I think I'm sensitive to the, to G's. Um, when I was working through my, uh, my three rating and I had to do some wing overs, um, they kind of bothered me a little bit. I, at one point I felt like I was going to kind of pass out. So I don't push real hard, um, because I don't, it just kind of make, makes me feel lightheaded. So I'm afraid I don't want to have an accident and up there yep. and yeah, it may not be good. So I agree. All right, Krista. Well, this is obvious. Um, have you ever done a barrel roll? That's from, oh, Madeline Mixer. <laughs> no, I have not, but she has. <laughs> She's liking <laughs> really? some of the acro. She's getting into some, some mild acro and, and doing a few maneuvers, but Mike watches over her and, and talks her through them like he does a lot of people who want help and that wants to learn how to do them correctly. So there's wrong ways and right ways to do things. And biggest key for safety is make sure you're, you're doing things correctly and reach out and get help and get guidance if you need it. Do you know Leah Katula? Yes, I do. Okay. She's awesome. Yeah. She, she can, you know, get her. She's looking for acro pilot yeah i think she was talking pretty good about getting to into some competitions and stuff but i'm right. not sure mm -hmm. yeah she's she's a great person good pilot my husband flies with her often that's awesome i met her so i i messaged back and forth with her on and chatted with her a little bit um but i actually met her at bad apples last year she's a great person she's funny um, the Flying Darties, uh, Teresa's thoughts about the solo wing. The Dudex solos, uh, really like those wings. Um, 
more than anything, so they're they're considered a B-wing. Uh, more than anything, they've got a really, really good trim range on them. They inflate crazy easy. Uh, when I've flown it, um, before I knew it, when I started to go, it was up. And I was like, wow, you know, it, she just come right up. Um, the biggest thing I like about those is they when you trim them out, they speed up a lot. Great, great wings. Very impressed with them. Good wing. Oh, I think Jade's frozen. You want to, you want to go ahead, Krista? Uh, so you, what meter wing do you have right now? What, what was that? Meter wing, what size meter? I have a 21 right now. Um, depending upon what company I go with, it'll probably be a 17 will be my next one. I trained on a 25, um, bought a 21, um, and now I'll step down to a 17. I've flown some 17s and they're, they're not you know, too quick on the landing or anything for me on foot. So. Okay. so I have a question. How would you talk to someone to get into the sport or say, Hey, this is great. Go on a tandem. Would you suggest or. Uh, honestly, I know a lot of people say, you know, take a tandem, you know, see if it's for you. Honestly. Um, I went on several tandems before I trained. Um, that didn't talk me into it. I, I, one of, one of my tandem flights, which wasn't my first one, um, after we landed, I asked, we were wheels, I asked my brother, I said, did you feel any shaking? And he's like, yeah, I don't know if the prop was out of balance or what. And I said, no, that was me. And he's like, You're me. And I said, no. he's like, were you cold? And I said, no, I was scared. He's like, you're kidding me. You're that scared? And I said, yes. I was actually, I felt safer. Um, and I was, I was more brave. I was still really nervous on my first few flights. Um, but I felt a lot safer on my own and having the controls and the knowledge, you know, when I went through the training um, and they taught all the safety and everything as well. But I felt better on my own. Um, I, I tell people a lot. It's a very misunderstood sport. Um, a lot of people think it's crazy. A lot of people think that if your motor dies, you fall out of the sky. And I'm like, no, you know, it's 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 actually very peaceful. If if you watch your winds, your weather. Um, it is what you make it, you know, if you want to be safe, you just want to get up and fly. I mean, you're perfectly safe. If you're going to start pushing limits, um, then you're, you're pushing, you're pushing everything. Right. Thank you. Good. Toledo Flyboys, have you ever been in a midair collision with another pilot? <laughs> I have actually uh -oh. at our own flying. Um, I survived it, walked away. It didn't touch the ground. Um, was very lucky. Um, another pilot um, was taking pictures. Um, um, it was the first time he was in our area. Um, it was at one of our flyings. We all went down by the river. Um, there was a lot of bald eagles. He was taking photos. I had my brakes stowed, probably running around, I don't know, four or 500 feet. Brakes were on my magnets. Hands were on my lap. I was just cruising. Next thing I know, I hear noise coming from behind me and below. I turn and I'm kind of looking, trying to figure out what the noise is. And I see a bright yellow wing uh, coming up from below me. Um, yeah, so the noise I was hearing was my prop striking the top of his wing. Um, and he he didn't see me at first. Um, he pushed on up and through. As soon as he got ahead of me, um, he was looking up and back, and we made eye contact. I didn't know for sure who he was. Um, I come on the radio to my brother, and I said, hey, there's a yellow wing right ahead of me. He just flew into me. My prop cut the upper left side of his wing, and it was flapping. Um, he made it all the way back, probably about seven miles 
um, back to the field here, um, landed. He said he had one hand on his brake, keeping her straight, the other hand on his reserve to throw if he needed it. Um, but about a week or so later, um, we were messaging back and forth, and he said that he was taking pictures and, and didn't see me. Start, I guess came into throttle, started climbing out, and climbed up into me from behind. So, yeah, I was very lucky because from what I understood, I was honestly, I was froze. Um, I didn't know what to do. I just stayed steady on my throttle. I, you know, I was just cruising. Just I wasn't climbing. I wasn't descending. Um, and I was froze. I honestly, I didn't know what to do. And it was probably a good thing that I just stayed steady because if I would have backed off the throttle and my prop slowed, um, I could have wrapped his wing up. Um, and then we would both went down because my wing couldn't, couldn't have carried both of us. So, yep, survived in midair. And, and How long ago was that? Um, it's been about three years. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So I was fairly early on, you know, in the sport. Been flying several months, but so I learned when we're at flyings and stuff. We typically we always we launch. You know, a group of us go fly together. We launch and we go head out. You know, we we go fly somewhere. Um, and I and people that I don't typically fly with regularly. You know, we we respect each other. We know our own flying styles. Um, but when I'm around others, I, I make sure I stay back, stay away from them. Yeah. So that kind of leads into, into the next question, which is from Will Fly. What was your scariest paramotor experience? Was that it? Um, probably, um, Ohio a couple years ago, not last year, year before, um, we flew midday. Um, we flew along a little river, not the Ohio river. The little river we stayed above, you know, it was like three foot deep um, and we just stayed right there next to the river. Um, and so the, the air off of that was fine, but it was that short run from that little river back to the field um, where it got pretty trashy. A um, lot of getting picked up and dropped. Um, and at one point, even though I had my helmet and ear cups on, I heard my wing. And after I, mean, I was just like, oh, my gosh, you're fine. You know, I kept talking to myself. You're fine. You know, breathe, relax. You're fine. Because I was a chicken and, and it was rough and because it was midday. But when we got back and landed, I said to my brother, I said, I, I heard my wing once. And when I looked up, there was nothing. He said it was probably a tip popping from getting picked up and dropped, you know, so aggressively with the thermals and going through them. Hmm. That one would be right up there as well, because that was kind of a. But when I looked, you know, they always said. You know, sometimes your wing may do something, but they recover so quickly that when you look, you know, it's already fixed itself. And when I looked up that quick, there was nothing there, but, but I heard it. Yeah. I'm still trying to trust my wing. <laughs> you will, you'll build it. Trust me. I was a chicken at first and I had to tell myself a lot. My brother had to tell me a lot, relax and breathe. You'll push through. And honestly, working through the bumps and stuff, I was very timid with bumps um, in the beginning, um, you build it by pushing through. Don't yeah. go back and land. You know, if you're in your time zone um, and it's, you know, the weather's not crazy, push through it because you'll build it. Look up at your wing. They always told me whenever you feel uncomfortable, look at your wing. It's got you. And don't fight with it. Yes. Hands up. Let it fly. That wing wants to fly. Let it fly. I came down Sunday and I, I, had it in my head, my instructor saying, keep your hands up, keep your hands yep. up. Don't fight, yep. fight it as my trike was <laughs> coming in yep. sideways, but I fought it a little bit, but I had that in my head, you know, yep. of my instructor and, and Eric 
was above me watching and he's like, good landing. And I'm like, holy crap, that was probably the scariest landing I ever had going sideways. Yeah. And we just have a little runway plowed out on, on our lake. So, I mean, I would have hit the snow bank otherwise, and I would have done a lot of damage and oh, which yeah. I didn't want to do. So I was, you know, trying to get into my runway area and I've been feeling a lot of thermal stuff lately and, and um, I'm trying to get used to it. <laughs> yeah, you will. Um, I had another really rough flight um, at Oshkosh. It was, it was pretty breezy. Um, and of course we were there, you know, on site and you have to go around a tree line um, when you launch and you land. And I was coming around that tree line in which we knew it was going to be bumpy anyway. It was, it was windy. It was just trashy. And Mike's like, Hey, you guys want to fly? If you guys want to go, we'll go. And I was like, we know we all talked about it. You know, we knew it was going to be trash. A lot of people came up there and they, they brought their motors wings and they didn't go. Um, Cause they seen some of us go and they seen us getting tossed around. But honestly, when I was coming around that tree line and I was on my approach um, to come back and land, I only did one lap. All of us just did one lap. Um, be, be, just because it wasn't a nice flight, it was trash. We were safe, um, but it was just trash. Um, but I was coming around that tree line and I, it's, it's hard to judge, you know, when you do get dropped, how much you're actually getting dropped. But I was just, you know, I took a big breath and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> I hopefully that don't happen when I get close to the ground, but I flared and I sat in fine, got spun around and got her down. <laughs> hmm. All right. Donnie Barnes wants to know if you're going to be taking it easy on the boyfriend. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, he's going to get it worse than the rest. <laughs> no, no favorites. That <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> yeah. I've been warning him. I've been warning him for a while. You know, you need to start doing stuff. You know, you're going to get sore. You're going to get sore. That's <laughs> with an instructor. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, when he went for a tandem yesterday, he ran from the field up to the hangar. I don't know. Wasn't real far. Um, probably... I don't know, maybe a hundred yards, if that, probably less than that. But he ran into the hangar back a couple times before we launched. And and he was like, this evening, you'll hear us standing outside talking. And he's like, man, I need to start riding a bike and stuff because I was getting winded. And I was like, oh, just wait. You got two full days of that. <laughs> and then you're going to be doing toes. And it's, it's, it's a busy week. All right. Next question, ladies. Uh, I think it's Krista. Uh, what type of motor do you fly from Clark's video? So my frame is an Adventure Pluma. Um, it's an infused carbon fiber frame, um, and I have the Atom 80. I trained on a 135, um, which is a 25-horse motor, um, but I, I really like the Atom 80. Um, the only, my only problem with the Atom 80 is not having electric start. When you have electric start on a motor, it's hard, you know. But it's it, if I prime it right, which normally I do, she's one full and it fires right off. Um, flying, flying Darties wants to know how many women have you trained? Mm, probably pushing a dozen, quite a few. Nice. And and she was one of them. Velvet, thing. Velvet and Kurt, both husband and wife. Yes, they came yeah. quite a bit for some help. Yeah. All right, I guess I have a question. Do you use apps on your phone for wind or for? Um, yeah, actually, we, we use several apps um, as far as weather goes. Um, we, I don't know, I use my local. Um, 
And then I also, because in the local, I can look out ahead and see what it's predicting for overnight. Because a lot of times what it does overnight is going to tell me if it's going to be flyable that evening or flyable in the morning. Um, U.S. AirNet, um, that's a three-day forecast. We look at that one. But that only shoots us three days out. And once again, it's forecasted. Um, and Ryan Carlton. Uh, Ryan Carlton, yeah. Ryan Carlton, it shows us winds aloft. Um, the balloonists use it, hot air balloons. Um, and it shows us wind speeds and a different elevation. Okay. Next. It's my turn. One second, I do have a question. Darn. SIB. Any SIB courses for you? I have not. Um, we've talked about it a lot and contemplated it a lot. Um, I understand um, that I'll, I'll gain a lot of knowledge um, and I'll learn to recover, you know, from a lot of different situations. But my problem with an SIV course is um, I'm actually really scared of heights. Um, and I know they tell you up typically around 3,000 feet a lot. Um, when I start pushing 2,000 feet, my fear heights starts kicking in. Um, I, I start getting tense um, and I, I just can't get lower to a lower altitude quick enough. So I think the fear of heights would really bother me. And I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to do the maneuvers for, for the fear of the height. I think um, that's so, my problem. Mm -hmm. Kelsey Barnes wants to know what's the highest you've ever been up. What? What? What's the highest you've ever been up? What's the Probably house? around 22, 2300 feet. And um, we all decided one evening we were going to go a mile high. Um, it was four of us. And we were climbing out and we were just doing, you know, we were staying in a mile radius um, and just doing like a great big loop. And all four of us were climbing out together. I got up, like I said, or around 1500 feet and I come on the radio and I said, Hey Mike, what's our altitude? <laughs> and he's like, we're about 1500 feet. And I was like, okay, all right, Teresa, quit being a sissy. You're fine. Altitude friend. <laughs> and then uh, we climbed out some more. I come back on the radio. I want to say we were around 22, 2300 feet. And I come back on the radio because everything, it was kind of getting hazy. I think we were getting in a low cloud base. Um, and I was just really stiff and tense and, and just starting to feel really nervous. And I come back on the radio to Mike and I said, Hey Mike, how high are we now? He's like, I think he said like 2,300 feet. And I said, all right, my fear of heights is kicking in. I think I'm good. I'm, I'm going to pull out of this mile high thing. <laughs> and I normally I could do, you know, some pretty good S turns. I love bleeding off altitude, you know, field some mild G's and it, but I was so nervous with the altitude that, that I didn't want to move. You know, I, I didn't want to do S turns. I wanted to get lower but I was afraid to do much, which is weird. It's crazy. So yeah, see, right around 2,300 feet. Yeah, I'm afraid of heights, but I like flying higher. See, it's and I started weird. out flying high. And I'm, when I say high, probably around 1,000 feet, which that's, you know, what I was trained. You know, altitude is our friend. Get away from the ground. We tell students that all the time. We need to get you up and get you yep. away from the ground. Everything's going to slow down up there. Everything seems faster when you're closer to the, or closer to the ground. Um, and they used to pick on me a lot because I was on a B wing too, and they're on C and D wings, and and they'd be like, "Hey, Teresa, if you come down the nosebleed section, you'd fly faster." And I'd be like, "Leave me alone." <laughs> but but I like flying low now. Um, I do a lot of foot dragging. I like carving fields, waterways, pop up over power lines. And, but learn your wing, learn your climb. You'll work your way down. Okay. All right, Luis. Um, do you do your or own is it my turn? Yes, I do. Um, I, I really honestly don't want to be very 
a very motor savvy person, um, but I am an instructor. Um, I do have to teach motor maintenance. We teach people um, how to maintenance their motor, how to take care of them. I got to teach them how to do carb rebuilds, um, how to torque their heads, how to break it down, rebuild it, how to tighten their prop or not tighten the prop, torque their prop, um, but, but tighten their belt and everything else. But yeah, I do my own motor maintenance. I repacked my silencer here, I don't know, a while back and I'm getting ready to do my hundred hour on my motor. Hmm. Um, Angela is, have you, it's malfunctions. What's that? She might be froze again. Um, have you had any engine malfunctions? <laughs> the only motor failure was me. Um, I've ran out of gas twice. <laughs> um, my motor's never given out on me. Um, I'm, I'm a big believer. I do a carb rebuild once a year, whether you think you need it or not. And I do a couple spark plugs a year. Never have had a motor failure, um, but I have not put enough fuel in a couple times when we went and flew. That was my fault. Me failing my motor, not my motor failing me. And you said you teach how to do work on your motor in your class? Yes. Yep. We do motor maintenance as part of our training. Yeah. We have probably just over two days of indoor stuff. Um, we do. We do emergency scenarios. We do motor maintenance, airspace, law, weather. Um, and, of course, a lot of outdoor stuff as well. That's good. Mm -hmm. What's your favorite part of training? Their first flights. Um, honestly, the, the first day, um, meeting everybody, everybody is so excited um, to get out on the field. Um, typically in the hangar, um, of course, we, we start out with signing waivers and everything. I got to explain to them, you know, the winds, uh, maximum wind for kiting, um, stuff like that. Um, then we work on hooking in for forwards and reverses in the hangar. Um, that way we're not fighting with any wind or anything and, you know, the wind blowing the wing around when they're trying to learn to hook in. Um, so typically, depending upon the class size, um, either late morning or right after lunch break, um, we're taking the field. Um, so it's it's fun because everybody's very excited um, and can't get on the field fast enough. After day two on the field, everybody's ready for breaks and, and wondering when we're going to be done with all the kiting and <laughs> move on. <laughs> I don't know, but the excitement of the beginning and then their first flights. Um, as far as first flights go it, with students, it's, it's kind of been all over the board. We've had a lot of people that are stoked and super ready to go. And I've had to talk a lot of grown men into, you can do it. I promise you're going to love it. Hold on, do it. And then when they're landing, you know, they're giving hugs and they're like, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for encouraging me um, to do it. Because just because they're men, they're not always as brave and as tough as we think they are. Sorry not to bash guys, but just saying. <laughs> All right. Before my internet kicks me off again, you guys are doing awesome. <laughs> um, Ashley is asking, what's your favorite paramotoring memory? My favorite what? Paramotoring memory. That's a hard one. Um, probably my, my first flight um, at Oshkosh. Um, that was not only the first time flying away from here, away from home, um, so my first flight away from our home field and home area was at Oshkosh launching on site um, with a fence row full of people um, standing and watching. Not only that, that was my first flight on my wing. I never even got to kite it um, before I got it. 
it came in the day before we went um, and it was too windy. I had to stand on side of the building just to be able to pop it up um, with the winds just to see it inflated. Um, so probably there, um, that excitement, um, the, the adrenaline, um, nerves. But honestly, I didn't know how I would do in front of a lot of people. But when I clipped in and I stepped forward and I kind of dropped my head and I really feel for center and when I'm, when I'm centering up and making sure I'm good into the wind. And I kind of get in the zone. And at that point, I just kind of blocked everything else out. And it was pretty awesome. And it, it's so huge. And as far as you can see, you see campers and planes, and it's it's amazing to see in the air. Wow, it sounds like it. I can't wait to watch you when we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going too. <laughs> Hopefully. You <can> do it. <laughs> I'll cheer it. you on. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can do it. It's all right. Just get in your game. Get your game face on. <laughs> yep. All right. Um, Madeline is asking, was, what was the longest you've flown? Um, probably a couple, two, two and a half hours, probably. I guess I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to the time, but two to two and a half hours. Most of the times when we fly, um, we're up for usually at least an hour um, to two, two and a half. Actually, probably more pushing the two and a half hours because the guys typically on the mosters, when we go fly, they fill them all the way. Um and then I take my atom. I've never filled my tank because I don't have to because they need fuel before I do. Um, really? But I, yeah, I'm, I put in not even half a tank, just a little over. Um, but we flew, I don't know, it, it, in car, it would be about a 20-minute drive um, close to Hannibal, Missouri. Um, and we got close to Hannibal, and some of the guys were starting to get nervous on fuel, so we turned and headed back. And one of them at the Moster when we got back here, so we had to be pushing two and a half hours two hours, 45 minutes, maybe. Um, but he had nothing but fumes in the bottom of his tank. So it's a good thing we turned and headed back because a few of them would have started running out of fuel. Nice. So yeah, Clark from north of us, uh, northern Wisconsin, He's he must have missed that part where he's talking about being afraid of heights. Do you fly low and slow? Um, typically... I mean, I like to fly faster. I don't do speed bar. Um, I don't think I'll ever do speed bar. Um, to me, that that little bit that you're going to gain in speed isn't worth the risk. Um, that's just that's just me. Um, but I, I do trim out. I'm always fully trimmed out. Um, as soon as I'm I'm probably a hundred feet off the ground, I'm still climbing out and I'm pushing on my trims and getting them trimmed out. But yeah, I do a lot of, not so much slow, um, I'm trimmed out. So typically, depending upon wind speed, usually pushing 30 miles an hour. And yeah, I like I like to carve low anymore. I didn't used to, but I do anymore. All right. Deweese or Krista? Um, Angela Preslick is in Las Vegas. She says, so brave to fly when she has this fear of heights. How did she talk herself into this? So brave. <laughs> So, honestly, I've been around it so long. Um, my, I was around it. I was ground crew, um, and I was perfectly happy with that for a long time. Um, I've seen the sport grow and advance through the years. My brother's been flying for probably, I don't know, 15, 17 years, um, quite a while. I've, I've seen a lot of changes. I've seen a lot of changes with motors and wings. Um, a lot of motor problems we used to have. Um, I never used to want to fly between my fear of heights 
And usually if three or four of them were flying, um, we were picking one of them up somewhere um, because of bolts shearing off, props flying off in flight, a lot of motor failures. Um, um, he switched companies. Um, the Vitterazzi motors, honestly, there's a lot of good stuff out there anymore. Um, but but they they've they've proven, you know, as far as reliability goes, um, they've been they've been great motors. I kind of stood back a little bit, watched. I seen the changes in the motors and the performance and lighter weight and the better wings and and I decided that I could do this. Other girls do it. There wasn't a lot, you know, four years ago. There's quite a few, but just didn't hear of a lot. Um, but I, you know, I, I told myself I, I can do it. Okay, Krista. It's why Jade started this show is to make sure women are aware that you guys are all flying. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're out there and we're coming for you. <laughs> yeah. What's the percentage of women you train and is it growing? Oh yeah. More and more women all the time. Um, I mean, it's, it's still a drop in the hat compared to the, the men. Um, typically, I don't know, we train, it, it varies per year. Um, I don't know in a few months time frame, maybe one or two girls, um, compared to, oh, 40, 50 guys. Yeah. Not a lot, but it, it is growing. What's your class size? That, that varies, honestly. Um, we try to fill them at four. Um, we've had as many as eight. Um, sometimes, so we have several instructors. Um, um, and more than anything, the first two days on the field kiting, um, resetting wings, talking to people, we need a lot of one-on-one. -on -one. They need a lot of one-on-one -on -one time. Um, so typically, we try to keep classes around four. Sometimes people's availability, you know, we've already got classes full. Um, a lot of times the availability, you know, they, they get a hold of them and say, Hey, is there any way I can get in? And we'll throw them in. We'll pull, we'll pull more help in if we need it. So Mark George wants to know how long have you been training? How long have you been, how, how long have you been paramotoring yourself? And then how long have you been training? So May will be four years that I've been flying. Um, it was probably within the month after I trained, um, I was up on the field. I'm busting out a bunch of launches one evening, working on my launches, landings. Um, I was talking to Mike after we got done at, that evening, and I said, man, I really missed that week. I missed the week of training. I love being outside. It was so rewarding um, and sharing that with other people. You know, we had there was four in our class. Um, just the excitement. We worked for it. We worked hard all week and the reward of the flights. And and he's like, you know, you know, we could use some extra help. And I said, I don't I don't know nothing like you guys know. And he said, but you're good at kiting. You know how to fly. You're going to start out running and shadowing with us. Um, you're going to be resetting wings and talking to people. So I shadowed with them um, and I started working through my ratings, my PPG ratings um, and up to my instructor. I'm um, actually I didn't push and rush real hard. Um, besides, I mean, I, I talk people up you know, on first flights and stuff. Now I still talk them up before, um, but just not until after they had some flights under the belt. But now I'll, I, I'll do first flights. I'm perfectly com comfortable with that. Cause when I had to get my instructor rating, um, my oldest son was our student. You know, he was, he was because we were doing our instructor rating. So Mike and him would plot before Matt would launch what Matt was going to, you know, do and flight. So we were to be on the radio with him. He was a student. So every time he launched, we were starting out like working like it was his very first flight. 
Um, and he would not do anything if we didn't tell him to. So even on landing, if, if we didn't say walk, he wouldn't walk. He would flare and just fall down on the ground. So, so he, he put us through the mill, you know, he'd be launching and kill his motor. Um, so we had to be ready. We had to be on our game. We had to tell him, you know, check it, you know, and if we explained to him a lot in training, you know, what check in the surge is, and then, you know, to be ready to flare and to have him flare. Um, he wouldn't get in the seat unless you told him to get in the seat. So it, it was actually funny and he'd go up and it, every time he'd launch, I'd be like, oh gosh, what's, what's he going to do to me this time? Because, <laughs> you know, I had to, you know, be serious because you never know what's going to happen. You know, someone's going to panic or, or what, and which typically most people don't, but we have to learn and we have to stay calm and to be able to talk people through a situation if there is one. So one of the times he was flying around and he got himself osculating, I mean, really bad. And I started to key up on the radio to talk to him and to talk him through it. And I just started laughing <laughs> because I couldn't, I couldn't help it. Every time was, was quite the challenge, but we got put through the mill, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, I know. So we've had other people come for their instructor rating and, and Mike asked me one time, he's like, do you want to be their student? And I said, honestly, I don't, I don't think I could do it at this point. If, if, because my natural instinct, you know, and, and I don't want to fall down on the ground and possibly damage my motor or whatever if they don't tell me to do something. But it was funny because my oldest son, he would, you know, he, he wouldn't care. He'd fall flat on his belly and get drug or whatever. He didn't care. And so it was funny. And I just don't think I could stop myself from doing what I needed to do. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> just yeah. to be able to do that. So Travis... Travis D is asking, has any of your students had any accidents or has she had anyone where she is like, well, try something else. This isn't the sport for you. Um, I have never had anyone as, as far as an accident goes. I mean, since I've been on the field, I know, I mean, sometimes people won't flare um, or they don't flare all the way. They don't get hurt. Um, they may not, they may fall down to their knees or something like that, but um, no, I haven't had any. <clears throat> We've had a lot of students who've, who've come to us and said, you know, they've talked to a lot of instructors. They were told they could not foot launch. They were planning on doing wheels um, because of age or weight. Um, and then when they get in a class, you know, and, and they're, you know, starting to work on kiting because they have to learn to kite the wing as well, even when they do wheels. Um, but when they get out on the field, they're like, can I, you know, after they get going, they're like, do you think I could? And I'm like, you know what? Never. I mean, we, we've had 84 year old foot launch, you know, successfully foot launching 78, 68, 71. Um, we, we tell people, you know, if you need to go wheels and you want to go wheels, go wheels. There's nothing wrong with wheels at all. Um, but if you want a foot launch, go for it. You know, you may need to have a little breeze, you know, if you don't have a lot of run in you. So foot launch on days when you have a little breeze, when you have no wind and you don't want to run or you have knee problems, then drop her on wheels and go, you know. Do you have any YouTube videos? I do not. Um, I was just thinking about that the other day. Um, typically, I'm, I'm pretty camera shy, been nervous all day. <laughs> um, but when I get in work and I, I start talking about my work, I, I don't know, I guess I just kind of do my thing, but no, I, I probably should. I don't have a GoPro. Um, I think that would probably be a good purchase, especially if I'm going to start doing some YouTube videos. So I've got, hang on one second. I've got some pictures I'd like to share. 
Are you guys able to see? Yes. Got it. So who's all in here? I'm probably going to need to put my glasses on. So I can tell you we were at Oshkosh. Um, it was in the morning. Um, and so several of us went to go fly um, that morning. So I'm right there on the right um, in the darker. Yep. And then to the left of me, that's Ashley Ember. She's a little bitty thing. And then in the green, oh. lime green next to her, that's her husband, Cody. They both trained with us several years ago. Um, and then to the left of Cody, that is the amazing Madeline. Madeline oh. Yep. Okay. So that is me and my horse, Romeo, this past summer. <laughs> so that was Fright Fest last year. Um, one of the guys who come for the weekend, he's a pilot. Um, he's got a really good camera and they let him step out on the track. Um, and he took a lot of photos. So that was us racing go-karts. Um, there was, a, I couldn't tell you how many of us, but we had to run heats. Um, mm -hmm. But that was racing go-karts Fright Fest last year. Um, that was um, when we were setting up at Endless Foot Drag last year. Very nice. Mm -hmm. That was at Oshkosh last year. Ashley and Cody usually come to help. And, of course, there's Madeline Cheesen with the sunglasses on. Okay. <laughs> but after, during the day, you know, we're, we're set up. We're helping people um, in the evening and in the morning. Um, we have to, we start work at 9 there. And we were set up and helping people. Um, and then the evenings we go fly and hang out and watch show. There I was doing my motor maintenance um, this past summer. That's when I repack my silencer on my exhaust on my Atom. Okay. I love that floor. Yeah. Um, that's that's inside the hangar um, in my motor. It was when I was working on my motor maintenance. Mm -hmm. That is the back windshield of my truck. That was kind of a little nickname. I know there's, but I didn't know it at the time. Um, I know there's, there's like fly girls and stuff like that. Um, but I was actually a nickname that I got when I first started flying. So just kind of stuck. Um, that was a uh, father um, three and three of his sons that we trained. Um, and then another gentleman. That was one of our classes a few years ago. And me in the front. Yep. Uh, that's my oldest son. I believe it was not this past winter, but the winter before. Um, he's going to go for a flight. <laughs> that was me heading out on field. <laughs> it was cold <laughs> going out to train. <laughs> That was me too. Getting ready to go fly. Um, so we had a motor on display. That's that last picture. Um, and I I come across it. It was in our mall, in our local mall. So oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. That's me and my sister-in-law. Um, that's Mike's wife, Stacy. Um, her and I trained together, um, and that was us on the field. That is my daughter. She is 21. Um, and I helped train her. Um, she's got my motor on her back. She trained on my gear. And um, that was her first flight, her landing. Very nice. Proud of her. Mm -hmm. And that was my daughter. I'm getting ready to take her first flight with my motor in my wing. What does she do now? Uh, right now? I mean, she works for Dollar General Warehouse is what she does. For oh, okay. But she lives two hours away from me. Okay. So typically when she comes back and she flies, that was her with my wing. Um, typically when she comes back to fly, um, she, I let her fly my stuff because that's what she trained on. And then I'll yep. fly, you know, with the trainers and stuff. That is me um, in the middle, my daughter on the right, and a Madeline on the left. Um, that was when my daughter was training and when we were getting ready to go out on field. Nice. Yeah. And like that was me. Helmet. Yeah. Uh, that was me. Um, one time I, 
I came in and landed from a flight, took a selfie with my wing in the background. I got one. I was actually carrying a student's wing into the hangar. Um, and it was a little breezy and of course the cells were opening up and inflating and Mike was on the golf cart in front of me a little ways and he's like, stop or wait, keep, keep walking. <laughs> but then he, he took a picture and yeah, it was kind of a cool photo because it was inflated around me. Um, that was another one of our larger classes. Um, we got a husband and wife in there. Um, but yeah, that was one of our bigger classes as well. Another one. Thank you. Thank you. That's me. So that is me, Madeline. Um, and he was a salesman for Vitarazzi. Um, he was at Oshkosh a few years ago. Great guy. Um, that was us at Oshkosh. Um, Ashley Ember, there just well, she would be on my left side. She's got the sad face because um, she didn't she didn't fly that morning. She was gonna, and then she got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was working on my PPG2 rating. Um, and I always tell students, you know, when you're working on your ratings, that's typically when you're going to blooper um, because you're so focused on trying to land inside them circles and the targets and stuff um, that, that you're not going to time your flare right or, or whatever. Um, so I was barely going to make it. Um, it was my last attempt and on that time. And so I was doing a motor off landing, which I thought the motor offs were harder than the motor ons. Um, and I was, thought I was coming in short. Um, I was out of my seat. I was fully extended because it's where your first foot touches um, and you can't drop your frame, can't touch the ground, knees can't touch the ground. So as soon as my foot touched, because I was reaching as far forward as I could, so did my frame and I fell over backwards. And of course, that's a photo moment. So they let you <laughs> hang there for a minute <laughs> until they get their photos and, <laughs> and then they'll help you out. <laughs> so we, a couple of years ago, we went to Paris and Italy. Um, we went to Adventure, that's in Paris. Um, for training um, on motor builds, um, building the motors on the frames, how to wire them. Um, and we also went down to Viterazzi. So that was with um, the owner and a few of the employees from Viterazzi, or I'm sorry, from Adventure in Paris. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. So that was the Adventure, their van. That's the way they, they haul the motors and stuff around. And we were at Viterazzi and they got one similar, but of course, Viterazzi. Great, great people great family yeah. people. So we are with the adventure. So all the way to the left, um, he was one of our motor maintenance guys, Dustin. And then to the right, that's Stacy, my sister-in-law. Then we got Mike, my brother. To the right of him is the owner of Adventure. Um, and then the other guys from there on out, they are with Vitarazzi. Um, they're the Vitarazzi, the brothers on both sides of me. And then their salesman in the yellow jacket. Mm, okay. And that was when we were in Italy. Um, I was kind of pointing out where we were on a map. We stopped at a gas station. <laughs> it was, it's amazing. It's so beautiful over there. The country, big, huge, massive rolling hills and cities on top of the hills. Wow. It's beautiful. I was like, why are there cities up there? And they said, because, you know, they're up exposed in the wind and the weather up there. And they said, because then they could see enemy coming. So I was like, ah. So that was uh, when I earned my wings um, and I got my... My pilot shirt. That was me taking my first flight or one of my first few flights. And that was us at Oshkosh um, set up there a few years ago. My oldest son is the one all the way farthest to the left. This is you? Yes, that is me. That looks like your daughter. 
Nope, that's me. Huh. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> that's my wing when I first got it. That was me coming in early flights. Um, I was coming in for landing. I was actually on the trainer, so it was before I even had my motor. Um, so that's when my sister-in-law and I, we both earned our wings. Uh, we were a day ahead of the other two guys that was in our class um, because they both pulled out for a day um, for this oh. reason, for that reason. And then they came back. So the day they were towing, uh, we were we were prepping for our first flights that evening. So they finished towing and we were taking our first, our solo flights. That was very early on when I was still training on um, one of my early flights. Might have been first, if not second. Oh, and this these were in the intro. Yep. This was kind of a cool one. Hopefully I don't have the volume. Yep, that would have been like first, second flight. Might have been my first, I think. So I was on the 135, um, an Adventure Flex 125 meter wing there. And of course, Mike's talking to me on the radio. You can hear him talking. There it went. Very nice. That was a towing yes. one. Yep. Is that you? Yep. That would be me. What do you have towing? Um, he built, Mike built it. Um, he's actually built several um, and sold them to other instructors. Um, it's a, the tow machine. It's a Honda 250cc motor. Um, he built the frame. Nice. And set it all up. Yep. And that was my son. You can hear music. He was running. He was on the scooter. I'm running oh. the line back to the other end. So he had music playing as he was running back and forth on the scooter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there. All right. Very nice. Thank you. All right. I'm trying to see if there's any other questions. What? Bill H has a good question for her. Um, question for the guests. Can she visit this show more often? <laughs> I sure I will can. Ask her. <laughs> Whenever Jade wants to have me, I'll be here. Awesome. Unless I'm on And she's field. not teaching. Uh, we are getting in training season. Um, typically, if you do it on Wednesday nights, uh, possibly could be in flight mode. Um, good possibility. So a lot of it just kind of depends. But yeah, I'd, I'd love to join in whenever she wants to have me. That'd be awesome. Available. And Chris is asking, when's the last time you've had your wing inspected, Teresa? <laughs> My wing is actually due for inspection. Um, I was going to send it out this winter, um, and I haven't yet. And I need to be doing that because actually we're getting ready to get in flying season. So my wings yeah. are a couple years old now, and I'm I'm due. Yep. Who inspects your wings? Uh, we have a lady. Um, she actually in she's by Chicago. Um, she lives in Rochelle, Illinois. Um, she does a lot of inspection and repacks for a lot of skydivers. Oh, okay. Information you don't want to send out to everybody to get her more business if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I wish I would have, um, I, I could have had her information. I don't remember her name offhand or, but, but if that's something I can share with Jade at some point and she, and she can share it as well. She yeah. does a great job. Mm -hmm. 
Um, Chris Mayfield says, always amazing to see you fly. You make it look easy. By far the best female flyer I've seen. Well, that is my second oldest son. Um, he's been up on tandems. Um, and, and he's, 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 he's the one that says he's my favorite. Um, all my kids are awesome, but yeah, <laughs> they're great supporters and they're Not proud prejudiced of me. At all. My first flight was a lot of tears shed, um, emotions with my kids and, and my family. They were proud of me and I was proud of me. I worked for it. Definitely. Yeah. Well, everybody is saying you did a great job and I'm just so happy to have you be a part of this show tonight. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Tell us all if you have any social media that you would like to share or in the future, if you are going to get anything put together. Um, all I have right now is Facebook. Um, I typically, I'm typically kind of camera shy. You, you don't see a lot of posts out of me, um, at least not of myself. Um, but, but I need to work on that. Um, I should, I should do a YouTube or something. Um, if I do, I'll be happy to share that, but you can for sure find me on Facebook. Yep. And Friday night videos when you're not teaching, hopefully yep. we can get yep. you on a couple <laughs> yeah. more that was a Friday lot night. That was a late night. We have no life nights. Right. All right. We, where can we find you on social media? Me? Yeah, me, you. Um, me, uh, YouTube, Facebook, um, what else? Uh, TikTok. Let's see. I don't know. <laughs> Everywhere. Do we? She's in. Said. She's in laying low mode yet. She gets through therapy with her shoulder and. Yeah, yeah I'm still laying low. And Krista. I'll be out there a little bit. <laughs> Are you out there on social media now. yet? I have a TikTok, but I can honestly have absolutely no idea how to use it. Um, <laughs> I have a TikTok, too, and I've never made one. I have no idea. Shanks and stuff, I can't watch the videos. Um, and then here on Wednesday night. All right. What about teacher teach no. her how to use a camera? Huh? Yep. <laughs> I know. I wish I would have known this when we were down there. We would have been taking classes together. <laughs> you could have made a TikTok together. I know. Yeah, I, I just don't. I'm on the computer all day at work. It's just not happening. But Jay, mm. before you say what you're on, please tell us the shows you want to watch all week long. Oh yes. So Monday nights, you guys, you guys need to really watch these shows. Um, not just Monday nights. Monday night is Clear Prop TV. Start and with Sunday night. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, Sunday. I, I, start, with, I start with Monday. I'm, I'm a kid. Sorry, sorry, Denise. Monday? Sunday is the beginning of the week, and that's mystery. Help me out. Science. 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 Paramotor. Paramotor. Yep. And mm -hmm. if they're not playing dodgeball and not sick, they'll maybe be back on this week. Monday is Clear Prop TV. Tuesday is Tuesday night hangout, hangout <laughs> with oh, Never Trust the Skinny Chef Shane and... My husband Eric, what did he say? What's his name? And Thursday, Linda's son with paraglidingtalk.com. What? You're busy. Wednesday, this show, Thursday. Oh, and of course, Wednesday night, you got to give us a thumbs up, hopefully, and make sure you subscribe to our channel. And if you are a female that is interested in 
flying or you already are flying and you want to share your story, please reach out to one of us and um, we'll help you get on the show. Even if you're nervous, like Teresa was tonight. <laughs> I was starting this, starting this up. Yep. Yeah. And it was it was it was hard because she was having internet trouble tonight, even just coming on, and we didn't get a chance to talk to her. And that reminds me also, she's willing, I believe, to stick around and meet some of you in the after show. Um, if you guys have any mm -hmm. further questions for her, also, so um, we will put out that information on how to get on there. And if you're within the 10 people that can get into our after show, uh, please join in and say hi to Teresa. Otherwise, thank you, Teresa, and just hang tight, and we'll see you guys all next week. Um, I got to tell you, next week, we, I was talking to the gal that we have next week. Her name is Alicia Osborne. She got, she's afraid of heights, and her husband wanted to, I think he was a skydiver, he said, let's get married skydiving. She did. We're going to hear that crazy story. And the and the, the pastor went up and jumped out of the plane, too. <laughs> Should be an interesting story. It was a fast yeah. ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yes. Um, everybody that I've had on here has all got an amazing, wonderful story. So until next week. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.